at CeCe's charity softball game, our team, in which CeCe was my manager, was down three. There was a runner on, two outs, and I got thrown nothing but garbage, pitches that were unhittable. <laughs> so I gladly took a walk. You get one at bat. And, and in my in you in my mind, at Yankee Yankee Stadium. Stadium. <laughs> hey, I'm going to tell my grandkids I'm a, I'm a winner. We lost, guys. You didn't win. <laughs> What's up, everybody? We back. Another week. And um, we're finally doing the episode that I've wanted for so long, and you haven't <laughs> let us have, see, you know? Yeah, this has been me holding this up. <laughs> yeah, this is like, I mean, there's been several times where I've thought, you know, I think it'd be really great if we had our group chat on a podcast, and C kept saying, like, no, they're a bunch of clowns, <laughs> they're a professional, we can't get it done, and... Uh, but I'm glad you finally, uh, you know, relented and, and are, are allowing this to happen. Yeah, it should be good. Yeah, so Give the we people what they want. <laughs> <laughs> so we have our actual group chat here for this episode. Um, and first things first, everybody knows who listens to a podcast with like five voices, same way we do with the Game of Thrones roundtable. We will establish right now the name with the voice, so you, the audience, hear like, okay, I know that's Matt Nimer. So in this case. First, we introduce you to one of the other three members of our dais here, Matt Nimer. Matt, say hello. Hey, everybody. All right, so that is Matt's voice. Then we have Matt Siegel. Matt Siegel, say hello. It's about time we did that. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian Axelrod. What's going on? All right, so those are the three voices. We'll also remind you throughout. But um, I guess, see, maybe, you know, we, we're recording on a day where we have out, we have news, I mean, we we have talk, which we is do. amazing. But first things first, like... We should just establish for our audience how this became our group chat. Like I was trying to think, like when did we, when do we actually all like uh, get on a group chat together? I don't know, like when it ha- like it actually originally it was Nime, me, Cece, Nimer, and Pecos. Oh, oh yeah. And Pecos would respond like three days later to <laughs> a, a picture or something or a story, and it just it didn't yeah. work. So he got cut. <laughs> And then I think right around I the came podcast in. going, CC added you in. Yeah, thanks. Sam. And then um, I was Axelrod a, I was, the last uh, was begging for a while. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, what's up? I need and, in. I need in. And Pecos is like, uh, how would we describe Pecos? Like a uh, the mayor of New York. Yeah, Godfather of music industry. I'll DM him, and he'll hit me back two weeks later about the picture. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> my fucker, like. Don't hit me back about that shit like three weeks later. You know what I'm saying? Like shit, what even? It's not even funny anymore. He is a different. He is unbelievable. He's just different. He's one of a kind. He's true, one of a kind. And and as a result, he's no longer a part of this group. So instead, when he sees the Graham. So so I moved in, and then Axrod did, and we all have like varying degrees of connection. Matt Siegel and I, which we'll just refer to as Siegel for this podcast, uh, so you guys can differentiate between the mats. We've worked, we worked together, yes, beginning when I was 19 and Siegel was 20 or yeah, 21. Something like yeah, something like that. Nimer has worked for the Yankees since he was how old? 15. All right, since he was oh, 15. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, Nimer just celebrated number 30. Happy birthday, thank Nimer. You, Happy birthday, guys. And Axelrod, I guess you, did you get close to everyone once C went to Rock Nation? And, we and started see, working together. When we started working yeah. at Rock Nation, I was doing the Do you Say and Ace of Space stuff for Jay. Mm-hmm. And then obviously there was correlations with Rock Nation stuff. God, do you remember Axelrod has like a great radio voice? You see no, that? I think, I think he's, got a, he's a podcaster. I think it's coming, yeah, my, it's coming point, my straight from the club. <laughs> 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 Axelrod may or may not have been um, venturing out in Miami last night. Uh, which, uh, straight in with the suitcase. Yeah, I love it. Team it, no sleep. I love it. But that's dedication, man. That's I serious missing, dedication. No, I was not missing this. So I was opposed to stay in Miami till Friday. Oh, really? I got this text. I'm like, no, no, no. Really? I, I paid the change fee. Wow. I, paid, I spared no expense. I love it. I was God. not listening. No, no chance. Uninter- uninterruptible reimbursement. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just send Rico the, the invoice. Yeah. That's right. Yo, that's actually, I honestly feel like very honored by that, man. Not to mention you, you're leaving Miami oh, in winter. I would have such fear, miss. I would have such FOMO, man. You I flew was, into a fucking uh, snowstorm, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, we appreciate it, man. And you know what? We all come together on a day where there is huge news because 
Last night, Garrett Cole becomes a Yankee. What's interesting is I think, well, you were definitely up, Axelrod. Oh, yeah. I was, I was showing everyone in the club. Like, Look at this contract. <laughs> but Siegel of our our group chat was the only one other, other one who wasn't out at Talking the club. Talking myself Miami. in the group chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. You were asleep, Nimer? Yeah, I was sleeping. Woke up. It was snowing outside. So I, once I saw all these text messages, I knew there was something. Something big Christmas happened. came early. Yeah, exactly, man. I know, dude. I was like, you know what's weird? I gotta. This is actually true. I, in my dream last night, he signed for nine for three twenty four. Oh boy! <laughs> like, isn't that strange? No, it's true. He really did. He really did. I think I don't know why. I'm not making it up. But I, I didn't know it too. I just so knew the money. No, I'm not making it up. But I think it. I think it was because Joel Sherman had like tweeted out like that's what he thought the fi- finishing number would be, and it like got in my head. See, that's what I'm saying. Like Joel Sherman tweeting out, I think that's what the number is going to be. Get the fuck out of here. Like you know that's what the he, number is. He, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. they always like play around. I think. I, like they have the information, you know what I'm saying? Like, but that was two days it's ago. Crazy, man. It's crazy. Like, like some of these guys, like they, you know, uh, come up with these predictions and all this shit, and then I don't know. It's just weird. Like, it's crazy. Maybe Who? they maybe they dream about. But they it. know. Yeah. Maybe they but dream they, about but, it. And it comes in their head. <laughs> when you know certain guys tweet or or whatever, yeah, they you know, know that, yeah. that 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 that's they that's got the info and they're just you know trying to team. Like, yeah, mystery team. John, you know, were, yeah. When you were a free agent, were you feeding information to anyone? Like, man, when I was a free agent, I wasn't reading nothing. I wasn't looking at nothing. It wasn't no Twitter back then. It wasn't no social media. I didn't want to know nothing about the New York media. I didn't want to hear nothing about what they were saying. Yeah. Um, I wasn't paying attention to anything. It's kind of hard to do that now. Um, but I mean, you know, you just kind of focus on what you're trying to do and, and trying to get the most, <laughs> trying to get the most money. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so, see, what was your reaction when you saw the cold deal? When you finally oh, excited, saw Seagull's text. I was excited. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, from the beginning of the offseason, I think that that's a, that that was a guy that the Yankees needed to have and yeah. um, whatever it took, and I'm glad he's here. What Did you like? Did you have a feeling one way or another about how it was going to go? Like going um, into it? I, I had a pretty good feeling about it once Cash flew out there. Okay. Um, once Cash flew out there and, and when he took Andy, I was like, yeah, he's got a good chance of, you know, Andy's got a good chance of getting this done. Well, you, you guys know how much I love Andy. So the <laughs> fact that he played a role in this just makes me so happy. Like, but it sounds like he really did. Like, based on the react, even like Boris was like, you know, Garrett absolutely connected with Pettit. And yeah, and they only talked for a little bit. Like, you know, yeah. so just them two. And that's, oh, but that's really? all it takes when you talk to Andy. Yeah. He can convince you to do pretty much anything. So 324 uh, helps also. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's uh, it, I mean, it was a good deal. And I'm glad that he had to, he had a lot to do with it. Yeah, man. Siegel, when you got when you saw the news last night and we weren't there to celebrate it with you, what was your reaction? <laughs> <laughs> Did you hit him in the group yeah. chat? I started like scrolling like who would be up right now. So I started to hit uh, was up. <laughs> so I had someone to talk to. Yeah. It yes. it's, but but Brutal that no one was there to share it with you, but great news for the Yankees. You know what? I look at it and I say this like, people uh, look at the numbers and, you know, whatever. Like, it's it's good for the sport when the number goes up, right? And it's good for the rest of the players. But I have some, like, if you looked at the team, that was the one thing that you'd say was like missing, right? Like, the, the Yankees have everything else just like that bona fide, like in their prime, no doubt about it, proved it in every level ace. That's the price. That was the price if you want to get that piece. So the I'm price is the price. It is what it is. Yeah, I mean, you, no you got to pay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm thrilled that they I'm thrilled that they did. Nimer, I mean, you're going to get to be around this guy yeah. now every day. You excited, man? Yeah, I'm excited. I never got a chance to meet him yet, but I've heard great things. Yeah. Great guy, so I'm excited. Is he I mean, see, what do you know about his personality? About oh, he's a good he's a good dude, man. I think he's going to fit right into the clubhouse, and I mean, you know, like I said, getting a chance to spend some time with him. I, you know, I got a chance to see him this summer at the All Star Game. Um, I've been knowing him since he was in high school, um, so you know, I know that. Like I said, I mean, I told you last podcast, he's a Yankee. You know what I mean? And and uh, you know, I'm just glad that they were able to get the deal done to, to to finally bring him here. Have you reached out to him yet? I haven't talked to him yet. No. Will, will um, you at some point? To yeah, say at some welcome? point I will. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe uh, here soon. But uh, no, I mean, you, I mean, he's got a million. Text messages. Yeah. A lot of new family. Yeah. He's got a lot of new fucking family right now. So I'm going to let him chill and figure that shit out first. And I'll hit him. You know, I'll hit him later. You know what's funny about it? Like we were talking last week. You know, all of us, uh, n- not including C, we get to work in careers where like our finances are not disclosed, right? Like it, I, 
That would drive me nuts if everybody knew now, like how much no, money can, I'm making. Can, I think we, we can Google, Google your network. network. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's good. It's I, good. I, 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 I don't it's think good. it's accurate. I'm pretty sure that's like qualifying offer. <laughs> there was definitely an M. There was an M. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that website also has me at six three. So yeah, not exactly accurate. But like, no, seriously, think about that. Like, because C was telling the story last week of like all of a sudden he had all these people reaching out after he signed his deal. So, like, is somebody out there text. Gary Cole thinks he has $324 million right now. <laughs> just hit. Right, right. now. He's and, right in his bank account. And none of it's going to be taxed. Man. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, seriously. You just I, get pitched like crazy like ideas and invest in this. You have yeah, to have somebody that can, exactly. You have to have somebody that you can send that shit to for sure. What, what was, what is like the, str- the, the weird, <laughs> what is like the weirdest piece of advice or something, or what is the weirdest pitch you can remember getting after you got you got your money. Um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, it wasn't. It was just everything from building churches to schools to every. I mean, it was you know it was all kind of stuff. It was yeah, crazy. Isn't there a garbage truck. Uh, yeah, it was all. It was all kind of shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. Oh my gosh, it was crazy. But Matt, you, you in your business now, maybe you, you might actually need to talk to Garrett. Make the intro. <laughs> we actually sure. need him though. Uh, we yeah. need, is he going to buy us a ring? We yeah, need, I, we need someone new to buy oh us. Oh my god! Gets ring. We need a new guy for real. Wait, that's a great point. You right? need a new guy. <laughs> yeah. Yankees are World Series champs of 2019. C was going to be able to hook up the group chat group with chat the rings. Ring. Yeah. Yeah. Have that screenshot. Oh Man. my gosh! What, 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 what happens now in 2020? Who do you, who do you, now? Nimer Nimer's already he's in with the ring. Yeah, he gets a ring. So, and and, and yeah, yes. And, uh, not definite, but there's a chance. Oh, he just said he, he just gave said, himself a ring. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying there's a chance. There's a chance that yes, we get rings. It's never day. It's never guaranteed, but there's a chance. But what's the Axelrod and, and Siegel in now? Does Seed like go you back and say, "Yeah, no, <laughs> I don't know, man. Yeah, you're gonna have to. You're this. gonna have to be real nice to Garrett Cole See how the now, man." Falls out. You're gonna, <laughs> by the way, I just alluded to what Siegel does for a living, but but Siegel, yeah, so make I your run pitch. A, uh, investment platform for uh, professional athletes. Um, we uh, there's two sides of the business. One. Uh, these guys get pitched stuff all the time, as CC was just alluding to, um, and they flip it over to us. We have a team of analysts that run through the whole deal and kind of advise these guys on what to look at and how to look at these deals where, you know, 99% of them they should not be investing in, but we kind of walk them through why they shouldn't. Um, and the other side is co-investing with them in uh, later stage private equity deals. So the last few deals we did uh, was Cholula Hot Sauce, which is a, which is a good one, uh, Top Golf. Mm-hmm. Um, and the real real, which uh, uh, went public uh, shortly after we invested. Oh, awesome, man! Yeah, and the name of the company is yeah. So it's Patrick Offco. Uh, we work with guys like CC, Dwayne Wade, JJ Watt, Todd Gurley, Venus Williams. We got a got a good roster. Awesome, man! You know? And so now, um, you know, you'll be hitting up C and Nimer to make the intro to Garrett Cole. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he has a few bucks. Yeah. <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be waiting in the hallway. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> <laughs> You know, two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35. We know a little something about that, don't we, Definitely. Yeah, we do. The good news, with today's advancements in science, Keeps offers proven treatments that can combat the symptoms of hair loss and help you keep the hair you have. Pretty good news. Yeah. Might as well, right? You don't want to be hanging on too long, though. (laughs) That's... That's why you need a product that actually works at half the cost of your local pharmacy. You don't have to go broke to avoid going bald. Keeps offers generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. Some of you may have tried them before, but probably never for this price. Plus, Keeps now offers a prescription shampoo to keep your scalp healthy, too. Prevention is key. Keeps treatments really works. You'd like a nice shampoo, right? Yeah, it'd be nice. Why not? R- rub it on that bald dome, right? Yeah. W- when did you finally decide to pick it, by the way? That's what I'm saying. I yeah. held on a little too long. Like yeah. 2017 is when I finally, like, you know. You needed keeps, man. It, yeah. was, no, it wasn't there for you. Now it is. Now though. it's there. At now a good it's price. there. That's right. They're up to 90% effective at reducing and stopping further hair loss. Find out why keeps has more five star reviews than any of its competitors and nearly 100,000 men. Trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention medication. The sooner you start using Keeps, the more hair you'll save, so act fast. Many men even experience hair regrowth with Keeps treatments. If 
you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash R2C2 to receive your first month of treatment for free. We're doing pretty good with these, like, you know, uh, combinations, right? First month of treatment for free. Man, that's insane. That's a good deal. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash R2C2. Nymer, you've worked for the Yankees since you were 15, man. Yeah. You you know, like, you know what it's like to, uh, you know, assimilate into Yankee culture and, and what it's like to perform in New York. Like, and I know you're going to have a million conversations with Garrett Cole and, and what you're going to talk about is going to be not information that you share with us or anybody else. But like when when people come in, like, what do you think is key for like assimilating into Yankee culture as someone who's been around for so long? Like, what's important? I think the biggest thing is like them feeling relaxed and comfortable. And, you know, New York is big and crazy, but um, we try our best in the clubhouse to be, you know, normal and treat them with respect and yeah. make sure they have everything they need. And for the most part, I think we've been doing a pretty good job. See? They've been doing a pretty good job. Of oh, yeah, sure. we, got, we got the best clubhouse staff in, in, in baseball. And I think that's what, like, a lot of people don't really realize is, like, when you come here, that's why a, a lot of people say, you know, this is the big leagues compared to everywhere else. It's, it's different, man. Mm. Um, you got to pay for a lot of shit that we get in the clubhouse. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when you're somewhere else or, you know, the food is different. You know, it's not a nightmare there to help you do different, you know, certain yeah. things. So, um, yeah, it's, it's a lot different. It's a rude awakening when you – I think when guys leave here and go somewhere else. What what advice would you give to uh to to Cole when he as he's coming into New York and, and this different animal? Oh, I mean, he's gonna be fine. I mean, you know, it, it's you know, as long as his family's comfortable, yeah. and he has a good place to live and his routine is good, he's getting to the ballpark on time, um, I think he'll be fine. I mean, I don't think there's anything um that uh, there's no there's no red flags that I could think of. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think his personality's gonna be good. Obviously, his stuff's good. The team's gonna be great. So, things will be good. You know what's cool too? Like just thinking of that shot of C when you, walking off the mound, uh, your final your final time on the mound, and seeing that shot of Cole yeah. being the one who was at the top of the dugout, kind of saluting you, and now. He's following you into pinstripes, man. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I saw some poetry there. You know, you know how I am, guys. I like that. All right. We got, before we get into, because we do have, by the way, you can see Siegel came with notes. He actually has notes Manila with him here. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know if they're like punchlines he just has to navigate I'll his way it. to or if they're topics. What are they that you came with, Siegel? It's a little bit of everything. Okay. All right. Gotcha. <laughs> well, we, and, and we have some like, you know, uh, you know, hits throughout our group chat that have been debate topics in recent <laughs> days and years and whatever to get to. But one other newsworthy thing that happened yesterday, besides uh, the elation we all felt with Garrett Cole coming here, and it's going to be unbelievable, and he was the missing piece, Didi leaving. You know, I mean, I think all of us have gotten to know Didi and, you know, to a certain extent. And uh, and he's been one of the more interesting, you know, good dudes. See, you know, I mean, uh, what do you, you know, what's your message with, with him moving on to the you Phillies? You know what's crazy? I think the whole organization is going to feel Didi leaving. From mm. the people up in the, you know, the people that do the scoreboard yeah. to the, you know, people in the clubhouse to the players to the fan, everybody. You know, I mean, he made such a huge impact on New York, um, you know, coming in after Jeet. I don't think, you know, there's anybody that could have kind of bridged that gap for us. I think if Didi wouldn't have came in and did what he did, we'll still be looking for leadership and doing all this other things. It'll be a different narrative, you mm. know, and, and I think he just he crushed all of that. So, um, man, I hated to see him go, but I'm, I'm glad that he got paid and, you know, he's going somewhere where he's wanted and, and uh, he's reunited with Joe and. You know, Topper's there, so I think he's gonna be fine. He's gonna he's gonna be great in Philly. And Topper being Rob Thompson, who is was he he was bench coach. He was uh, a bench coach. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When when uh, when Didi was here, you know, like he's also you just brought brought up an interesting point. Like even the scoreboard guys, like I, I don't know if I've told the story on the pod before, but Didi spent two weeks interning after the season. After the season, every year, yeah, and he, he does the videos, the videos yeah. you see on the board and shit. That's all Didi. He 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 and like edits stuff with yeah. with Brandon Mim and Pete Gurgley and Greg Collell and their whole staff. He'll work with them and like he wanted to learn, and so he learned video editing. Or even it, if you go to, if you go and you tell Didi like, yo, if we had a video that did this this and this, and then like you come back the next homestand, it's like there. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like he, it's crazy, like how he was so in tune with. He's got his camera with him too, right? Yeah, always taking pics and stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah, right. Exactly. He did, uh, no. Your charity event. 
He did charity yeah. events. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He took these unbelievable, yeah. Oh, he got great action shots of me he out on the field. Shots. He got great shots. He got great action shot right? of you at bat? Yes, there was. <laughs> hey, oh, I have my biggest defender right here. Is that on your list? All right. So is this, that is, on your list? this is probably on Matt's list. That's definitely got to be on the list. Right. So, so CeCe had his charity it, it softball was, it was game. It was Tino. Tino messed it up. Tino See? hit a home run. Thank we good. See? Yo, by the way, hold up. Yeah. Fuck all that. Have y'all yeah. seen the video of Severino hitting the softball the other day? Yes, I and have. Ridiculous. Oh, oh my gosh. Bomb. Uh, he really? crushed Bomb. it. Like, yes. He was the first hitter of the game, too. They did like an all-star game in Winter League, and he was, and they did a softball game, and he was the first hitter and like went out of the stadium. It was crazy. Oh my gosh. Dude, I was impressed with that. Do you, is Sevy a guy you would think like could Sevy hit? Sevy can hit. He can, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, he just swings really hard. He don't okay. make a lot of contact. Yeah. But he, but he, he can, he, when he hits it, he fucking he's he an, goes. He's an athlete, though. Yeah, he's a big dude too. He, he's bigger than you think. He's an athlete. All right, we'll go back to uh, to this debate for a moment, okay? Because this is a source <laughs> of consternation on the group chat, and and we may have even talked about it at the time on the pod. But at CC's charity softball game, our team, in which CC was my manager, was down three. There was a runner on, two outs, and Tino Martinez was behind me, and I got thrown. Nothing but garbage. Pitches that were unhittable uh, over so my hard. head in the dirt. <laughs> so I gladly and and wisely, I would even say sage like, took a walk because that's what you do. You get one at bat. And, and in my in you my mind, bat, you you stadium. Stadium. Hey, you can tell your grandkids. I'm gonna tell my grandkids. I'm gonna tell my grandkids. I'm a I'm a winner. I didn't get anything to swing. We at. lost, guys. You didn't win. I didn't win. That's a good point. Not once. Right? I didn't have a pitch to swing at. took care of business. Yo, I can't wait to play in this shit this year. Oh yeah, we gotta actually play. We might need to replace some of our softball team. I don't know if you heard about some of our recent playoff losses. No, no. I was talking to Mike at the. Yeah. At, the, uh, at the birthday the party. The, I mean, the rest of the team's been solid. We had a little issue with second I've, base. I've seen some of these videos, <laughs> though. These videos are horrible that I've, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen. Wait, so, what, so, this, so our softball team, Nimer's on it. Mm-hmm. Nimer's a beast, by the way, and he had a monster home run in CeCe's charity softball game. Um, Siegel, may or may not Se- have been a corked bat. <laughs> <laughs> and they changed the balls from there. <laughs> Remember I changed the balls yeah, after the balls. first inning? <laughs> So the, because it was that softball yeah, that didn't softball, fly dude, at all. I, nah, I wanted to see Andrew Jones hit the hit the real softball, and, and he destroyed. Yeah, the I knew ball. he would. Yeah, like, yeah, that's he, entertaining. He absolutely just now. If Tino would have done the same. I would have looked like a genius. I was but looking he didn't. for him to do that. Yeah, but he didn't. Sorry, Tino, you let us down. But <laughs> so anyway, this year our actual softball team, which is modified pitching, which is like it's not slow pitch, but it's not like windmill. Um, CC has said he's going to play on our he's team. In. He's in. He's what position are you going to play? I'm DHing. I got a fucked up shoulder. <laughs> How are you going to swing, man? <laughs> oh, I'll be able to swing. Yeah. It's my back shoulder. Okay, so I'll by, be able to swing, by April you'll be able to the swing. The doctors already told me I can I can golf in March. Okay. So I'll All be right. able to. So softball season starts in April? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think That's it's way too fucking cold. I'll be out there in May when the sun <laughs> yeah. comes out. <laughs> That's way too cold. What time, guys? Guys? What, time yeah. start? what time are the games? Uh, usually they're like uh, 5 30. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about good, but you can make it. <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, be, I don't know what state of mind you'll be in. <laughs> oh, I can't wait, man. Uh, you, you're actually like fired up to play, though. Oh, right? yeah. I'm, listen, I, I'm a good softball player. Yeah. Like, so I know I'm a. He sent me a picture of his spikes already. Did oh, you yeah, really? No, I'm ready. He's ready yeah. to rock. You you actually got spikes. I, got, I, I, I made Nimer. Uh, we we kept all the plastics. Oh my! So gosh. I kept all my plastics. Yeah, literally, he was like, "Get rid of all the spikes." I want all the spikes gone, softball. but I need all my plastics for softball. <laughs> 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 got rid of all the metal spikes. They're done, and you have the plastics. Plastics for softball. and fucking turf, so I can walk around spring training with a fungo. Oh, nice man. Oh, oh, are you gonna with a fun? You gonna be hitting uh, infield? No, people? but it just looks cool when you like walk around <laughs> with a fungo, put a watch on. You know what I'm saying? You're like a real coach. Oh my! Maybe gosh. like a stopwatch coming out of my pocket. <laughs> just real, real my coach watch. swag is gonna be off the hook. Oh my like, gosh! I'm be killing it with the coach swag. I can't. I cannot wait to see your coach swag. You got the outfit picked out already. How long stay, are you gonna you go stay down? The whole game? Fuck no! <laughs> no chance. I don't stay the whole game without the player. I might have to as a coach, right? Like, oh that might gosh. suck. That's I might great. not go to spring training. Are you just gonna, oh. coach, you're just gonna coach the guys in the first three innings, and, not the guys <laughs> and then I'm out. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you definitely are not staying. 
Man, I might have but, to. But, I see oh, some I don't of those, know. A lot oh, of yeah. Do they? Do, do they? Yeah, the guys do. The guys that play six to nine will probably need some coaching too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad point, Axelrod. It's not a bad point at all, Axelrod. How about uh, you know you have you talked about how you used to run Duce yeah. uh, and Ace of Spades for Jay. Now you run Connor McGregor's. Uh, beverage, which is proper whiskey. Yeah, some partners with uh, Connor. We have a, a small team um, for proper 12 Irish whiskey, which we launched a little about over a year and a half ago. Um, so for the group, I cover the U.S. on sales. So bouncing around traveling, as you guys see today, I come in with a luggage. I'm like on a plane just... <laughs> You know, so that was work about, last night at oh, 11. Oh, 100%. Okay, I got you. The proof. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. What, what, what kind of guy is Connor like? He's awesome. Like he's, he's obviously a polarizing figure. He's an icon, like a global, uh, like an iconic figure, but he's known yeah. all, around, all around, the, um, around the world. So even for our brand, for a year, usually you just drop, like you, drop, you know, you launch States or you launch maybe just the U.S. We just launched our eighth country. We just launched wow, Russia, man. Poland. Obviously, Canada, Australia. So it's just been like because the people are asking for it. But if you were to get him in a room, he's super humble. He's respectful, and like if you walk him through a restaurant, he'll take a picture with every single person. Really, like he's oh. legit a man of like a man of the people. So obviously, you see what you see on social media and all that stuff. You have, people form their own opinions. But if you got met him face to face, he's probably one of the nicest people you ever meet. That's crazy that those guys turn into like global brands because the crazy. fighting, I mean, it's everywhere. Like He's a little different, but I mean, they, even if you look like somehow, like I always tell the story somehow, like, you know, he's one of the best MMA fighters, the biggest face of the, is the face of the UFC, but still look what he did. He talked his way into a fight with one of the best boxers in the, in the, yeah. that we've ever seen, yeah. Yeah. 49 and 0, and somehow a guy never boxed a, I mean, he trained boxing for MMA, but his record was zero and zero, and he got in the ring with him. Yeah, yeah. And, and he they, actually and they t- put on a good show. Yeah, yeah, they did. I mean, honestly, like that was one of Floyd's more entertaining fights in the, the last right like five or six fights. For of his sure. career. I mean, even like the I mean, the leading up to it because Floyd never has anybody that can match him with no. the the pre fight pre fight stuff. Connor's and Mike Connor skills. was like right up there with him, so it sold the fight. You know what I'm saying? Like at first when they were about to fight, everybody's like, "I'm not watching that shit," but then. You start yeah. seeing like the pre-fight, the stuff that happened here. Yeah. And then people are saying, "Wait, I think he's gonna be." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly right. People yeah. start his, his, his mic skills are are just a second and none. He's just unbelievable. And then if you look on his social media, he's got like thirty-two million followers on social media, but his engagement is also insane. Which turns out for us, we're the number one follow brand on social media, whether it be beer, wine, spirits. Really? Yeah, like passing like Budweiser, like brands that are. Super well known, like even like Ciroc with Diddy, like we blew blew right by him. Wow! But it's all it's because of his his fan base of response. I just want to make sure you got a nice like nice deal when you went over to proper because everything's did going. I, I yeah. said, didn't you hear the word partner? <laughs> <laughs> I did, man. I did. That's fantastic. So, um, one thing you know that uh, I, people may be wondering is, does our group chat have a name? And it does. The name of our group chat is, of course. That's for you, bitch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I exactly. had to look. Yeah. <laughs> Seagull chasing. Yeah, Seagull chasing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you did. Well, what was it? Be- was it before uh, his albums Don't Penetrate My World? That's what it was before. Yeah. yeah. I think a Meek Mill album came oh, out. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And Ruko was just silent for like yeah, two hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I dropped a, sorry, his his albums Don't Penetrate My World. Yeah. <laughs> and Taylor Swift, though. Oh, shit, man. That penetrates my world. Oh, boy. Taylor Swift does. <laughs> Clip that. She just came out with a new uh, Christmas song. It's delightful. I you really got it. If you say so. No, thank you. No, you got, thank you. you guys, we'll take your word for you, that. You, you <laughs> got to get on it. No, no, no. It's true. It's terrific. Maybe we'll get Pegas back in the group show. It's good. No, the heatest debate that we have had, and by the way, I mean, for anyone just listening and doesn't know, that's for you bitches from... CC yelling at the raised bench. Uh, Terrible. Yeah, at the end of 2018. <laughs> hey, do you do you want to tell us now who that was directed to on the record? No. Like we all know. But <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> still working there. <laughs> Leave it be. Man. Leave it be. But uh, you know, I th- I'd say the the he- most heated debate we've had over the last couple weeks has been Eli. And oh, that's always. That's not a couple weeks. That's like since the group chat started. Yeah. yeah. And it's and it's and it's Siegel and me defending Eli and Nimer and CC trying to 
you know, tame us a little bit. And then Axelrod, I don't know where you come in on the Eli debate. I was always, I'm like, I'm a Cowboys, so I'm a Cowboys fan. So, Are you really? So I was always on Team Romo, so I was always anti-Eli. I, <laughs> I was always bringing him down. Man, but here's the thing, like, I, what I always say is, like, he, he yeah, he, he's, he was never, like, he was never great. But, dude, having a very good quarterback week in and week out, that that's really valuable, man. Fuck Just that. knowing the guy shows he, up. He was he turned into Joe Montana for two playoff runs. Yeah, whatever. The whole playoff. No, I'm, I'm fine with that. I never said that it wasn't a problem. Don't sit here and try to act like he was the best quarterback of their generation. Or like you said the question was Hall of Fame. <laughs> no, I, it wasn't a question. I just put Hall of Fame because he's going to the Hall of Fame and his record's 116 and 117. <laughs> That's all I put. And y'all start going crazy. All I put was Hall of <laughs> Is that all I no, put on it? That's, that's all I put. It's Hall of Fame. Ryan, Ryan and then y'all start going crazy. <laughs> Ryan Cave. Oh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I, 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 was, I was holding my ground. My point was this. My point was like, if, you, if, you're, if you're contesting whether or not Eli is great, I, I can understand you have a really strong argument to say he's not great. But if you were contesting whether or not he is good or he had a very good career or whatever, then I think you're off track, man. He had a good career. Yeah. And he had, but he turned into Joe Montana for, for two playoff runs. By the way, I got to get something out. So the other day yeah. I was out late. And you guys were going, Ruko was going crazy on the on the group chat yeah. at 7.15 in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I literally had to take my phone and put it on the other side of the room. I'm like, I'm trying to sleep. No, that was, that was the on? Hall of Fame. That, that was Monday. That was Tuesday That's morning. Yeah. Like CC ended it with, I got to take the kids to school. <laughs> no, I got to get them up. Hey, then, Ruka, go get them. <laughs> No, that was how ZZ had to do the bit. Yeah, it was. It was no. It was like I gotta get the kids up I for school. Get my kids up so I said, "Go get them." I know, but we were doing Dude, two. I was we were dying. doing it on two platforms. We were doing it on phone and, and on Instagram. Instagram. And Instagram. Yeah, so yeah. we have the same group chat. That's in. We do have an Instagram one. Yeah, yeah. but on Instagram, it's called Big Ballers, right? Yeah, it's big, yeah. Ballers. big Ballers is on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah I don't know, I don't know what we did. Yeah. I, don't, yeah, I, don't I think it was like I did, and I I would rather not take credit for it, but it's just true. I think that one came from like it was Lavar. around. Yeah, it was like the around the Lonzo Lavar time when we first like you we know. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it was. We gotta get on there. Yeah, yeah, we could we could change that back. We could change. Yeah, it. but it was going on by by phone, just buzzing and crazy. And I'm like, this is I got this. Because guys, I started the chat on Instagram. I started on on Instagram. Yeah, and we flipped over to to, to texting. But you gotta you, you gotta put your like uh, do not disturb on when you're sleeping or something. Well, my man. phone's not going crazy like that at seven in the oh, morning. Oh my gosh, <laughs> man! What actually this would be a, just like a good little uh, sample survey. When you go to bed at night, what do you do with your phone so that it doesn't wake you up? Nothing. You just leave it on? Yeah. Same. Bro, I, then it the, wakes you up. I haven't slept since the fucking season ended anyway, so I'm up all night anyway. But you gotta be hearing dings and buzzes. <laughs> I don't hear and, shit. Really? When I'm asleep, I'm out. Like, so what that. Yeah, yeah. I put it on. I put it on, put it on, put it on silent, but like I don't turn it off or yeah, put it. Yeah, I never. Yeah, if I put, if I put a chat or something on. Um, do not disturb. It's yeah. gonna be on there forever. <laughs> like I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not gonna. It's go back our in. chat on Do Not Disturb. No, I never put nothing on Do oh, Not Disturb. Okay, got you. If it was on Do Not Disturb, I would never respond because yeah. I would never go back in and like take it off. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Red text that you have right now. Uh, oh, this yeah. is a good Too question. Many. Yeah, give us the number. How many? What? Unread text. Right now, 46. <laughs> it's only one o'clock today, though. Uh, <laughs> is, is your voicemail still full? I don't have a voicemail. <laughs> and then Cash called me the other day. He was yeah. like, hey, you got to set up your voicemail. No, I don't. <laughs> like that. Just text me, Cash. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is absolutely hilarious. Today's show is sponsored by The Athletic, a subscription-based sports news site for real fans. Through in-depth coverage from local writers on every team, plus national writers you already know, like Jay Glazer, Mike Sando, Michael Lombardi, The Athletic is setting a new standard for sports news. No, I, I like The Athletic because they have local writers in, in, at, at every team. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not just like some broad person that comes in and yeah. just writes a story. It's somebody that's with the team every every day. If they, you know what? You're right, see? And they also, like, they do... they. Their stories, like you could tell that they have knowledge of the teams they cover, right? Like, yeah, because the person's there every day. It's, the, it's basically a beat writer, but for a, a, a subscription that you can, you know, go for. Yeah, and they have outstanding, like, long form articles. I, I really love it. It's setting a new standard for sports news. No ads, no pop ups, 
No clickbait, just great sports writing that tells the story behind the story. I think I like that part of it too. No clickbait, right? They're not just trying to get you with a headline. They got real stories, like real looks at guys. For sure. It's pretty good stuff. Get exclusive player profiles, deep dives on analytics, team power rankings, fantasy sports insights. You won't find it anywhere else. Each subscriber gets a personalized feed of stories, live writer Q&As, podcasts, and more. Just download the Athletic app, pick your favorite teams. By the way, the app is fantastic. Like The interface is great, very user-friendly. The Athletic will begin surfacing all the latest on the players and storylines that matter to you. Ready to get started? Get for 40% off a yearly subscription to The Athletic. Go to theathletic.com slash R2C2. We're doing it again. Another great deal, man. Man, it's another great deal. 40% off. That's theathletic.com slash R2C2 for 40% off. What were you guys like watching C starts? Like how how would you how would you describe like what you were like when you when he was pitching and you're watching as a fan? I didn't really watch that much. No, <laughs> could you like because well, you couldn't? Shows up in the seventh. <laughs> shows up in the seventh inning. CC's out already. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Show up in the fifth inning. My ass is out. <laughs> oh, that's great. What do you like, Nimer? Because um, you're what? Because you're in the clubhouse or you're or you're in the dugout. Some when CC's pitching. Like every year was different. But yeah. Sometimes anxious. Sometimes nervous. Yeah. You're dialed in though. You're more dialed in on the, those those days. Yeah. 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 A little busier. You feel more dialed in too, Siegel, when he's yeah, pitching. Yeah. You know, I think. Uh, it's like watching your brother. You yeah, know, right. Uh, you obviously want him to do well, and um, it's been great just what, these last few years uh, watching him become a different pitcher. Yeah. Uh, hey, you know what's crazy? My chef, Jerome, he was he came to a game in spring training. He was uh, – I started, and I came out of the game, third inning, whatever, you know, spring training game, and he comes walking I'm, – I'm leaving, and he's come walking up. He was like, what happened to the game? <laughs> I was like, what you mean? I started, I'm going home. Like, <laughs> you ain't got no food ready? He was like, nah. I thought you was the fifth starter, so I came in the fifth inning. I thought, I thought you was pitching I mean, the that was fifth the year, we were, That was the year I was there. <laughs> Y'all was there for that, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was like, nah, you the fifth, you the fifth starter. I thought you was pitching the fifth oh, inning. Like, oh, my gosh, man. He actually thought that's what that meant. That's fantastic. He's a good cook, man. Yeah. Oh, oh, man. Wait, the tacos. Cook, bro. Oh, man. The fish tacos. Fish tacos. Oh, yeah, we always oh, do the fish tacos God. in spring oh, training. So good. So good fantastic i i will say like i would be i was a nervous wreck watching you pitch the last couple of years man it's like a, it's a it's an interesting energy because like when you when you're like rolling and stuff it's a high right but like the whole time i'm i'm nervous you know it does it feels like you're watching a a family member perform yeah or I, I guess it's got that's like what's gonna be like to watch dylan now or yeah yeah you know what i'm saying like little c now maybe but yeah it's crazy yeah right? you always gotta wait like Am I going to send that text message? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Should I say good game? Hey, you know what's crazy? I always try to make sure that I'm, like, not in a bad mood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Whatever it is, either way, like, it is what it is. I, I got better as I got older. Yeah. But I think I mean, Ruko texts you, like, early one game. This like, year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then you got, like, lit up afterwards. Yeah. And we hit him on the yeah, side, like, yeah. bro, you just fucked everything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, talk to us for weeks. <laughs> no, you know what it was? I know what it was. It was it was the game against the Dodgers when you pitched really well, but like you I think you were through four innings and had given up like Oh, and one I came run. out of the game. Yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah. yeah and but Man. And, and I and you had hit some milestone and I was like, way to go, whatever. And then maybe the next inning you gave you went back out for another inning, you gave up. You didn't get hit hard, but you gave up like a run or two or something. And I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, whoops, yeah. like, oh, man, I didn't mean that. Nah, yeah. that, that yeah. Dodger start, yeah. I wanted to pitch in Dodger Stadium so bad, like my last, you know, yeah, players weekend. Yeah. My knee was barking bad that day. Like I I mean and I, oh, that's um, what it was. You came out. Or, yeah. I check swung. I went to check yeah. swing, and man, I landed, and, and it I almost fucking went down. Oh. So I went back out. I get my home run to Justin Turner, and went back out, and I was like, Booney was like, I can't, I can't let you go back out there. That's uh, what it was. But I really wanted to make that start. So like, I was like pushing to make that start, but. So that one's on Ruka. My yeah. knee was not. That was that was the knee. You know what's funny though is like that idea of like you not being like in a bad mood after the starts or whatever. Like I remember the one of the first games I did play by play when you when you were pitching was in Kansas City a couple years ago and and you had you had been off to an amazing start in the season and then you got shelled that day right yeah. and like. And I'm thinking like, oh shit, it's my fault, you know. Like, it's, I'm I'm gonna get blamed and whatever. Like, and then you got on the bus right away and like, you're like, 
well, I guess Ruko ain't doing play by play. I was like, I was like, all right, good. And I realized, okay, we're okay. Nah, He's just joking, it man. is what it is. He, After I had, like, I used to be in the, I used to, it, it would be really bad. And then I had kids and like, we'll see, you know, you come home and they don't give a fuck if you gave up seven runs or if you threw a no hitter. It's, yeah. it's dad's home and it's time to chill. So that kind of like, Changed my perspective a little bit. Speaking of having kids, congratulations to Siegel. Became a dad bro. a month ago. Very yeah. nice yeah. little. No sleep, cuz. He looked tired as fuck. That's why I was the only one texting last night. <laughs> oh my God. It's the weirdest hours, right? Like you just up at yeah, crazy hours, man. Like the 1 to 4 30 shift and. Yeah, it's great though. Besides yeah. the whole sleep deprivation thing, it's, yeah, uh, it's great. pretty crazy, right? It's crazy yeah. that you have to get up and like actually like be a functioning human. Yeah, because like you home and like trying to get the baby on schedule or sleep, and, yeah, and then you got to go like to job. work or something. Yeah. Like, I couldn't imagine that. Yeah, what? Well, who was the like the toughest one for you? Like with sleep. Bro, they all Amber, <laughs> what you talking about? Wait, for me? I played baseball, cousin. Yeah. It wasn't for me. I wasn't doing shit. You never got up with the kids ever? Yeah, a few times. <laughs> <laughs> well, gotta go on the road. Gotta go. <laughs> oh, um, the hardest sleeper was uh, Lil C. He slept in the bed until he was five. Fuck, Carter's in the bed now. He slept in my bed last night. Yeah. Five years Nine old. Nine years old. Yeah. If you let your kids start yeah, in the bed, they yeah. will never get out. I promise you. The two girls never slept in the bed. Lil C slept till he was five. Until we moved here, Lil C was Lil C was in the bed, and then Carter still he's nine years fucking he's nine years old. He slept in my bed last night, guys. Well, so, that's not happening. <laughs> keep him in it. Keep him in the crib. So I'm you, telling you, you got fatherly advice from C now. Keep that him you in can the apply. crib. You put him in the bed. It's a wrap. I'm telling you. Yeah, I mean Nicole's not listening to this, but I'll, I'll text her. <laughs> She's not going to listen to podcasts. You don't think, man? No, she she will listen. She yeah, will and I'm listen. in a lazy boy right now because of my arm. And that's why I took that picture of Carter on my Instagram. That shit pissed me off. He's like laying in the bed, <laughs> yeah. kick back, oh, yeah. arms up, and I'm in a lazy boy right what, now. I, I, I feel so bad for you. When are you going to be able to sleep normal, man? Know, this has been going on for a long time I haven't now. had a good night's sleep since the season ended. Oh, my but gosh. I slept like six hours straight. It's been going that's on crazy. a long time. By the way, um, what would you think of uh, Nick Cannon's diss of my boy Eminem? <laughs> 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 Nick Cannon, I mean, Eminem has the worst rap beefs, guys. Like Benzino. Benzino, ja, ja Rule, Machine Gun Kelly, like uh, who, bad run. Who was the one? The, there was one uh, cannabis back in the oh, day. Yeah, yep. About, yeah, yep. He had all. No, but I, yeah, this I was. I haven't uh, heard these Nick Cannon dishes. It's yet. It's not even. I'm not, I'm, not, no. I'm not doing it. I think so he's bad. trying to get him to come on that that show. Wow, and yeah, yeah, forty eight. I think that's what he's I trying. I think he's trying to get him to come on that but, show. Well, I was confused, even as like the biggest, you know, Eminem stand. Like, what what provoked this? I think he said something ten years ago. Yeah, exactly. That's no, what I'm saying. Mariah it's, it's Mariah Carey, right? Yeah, yeah. Harris, yeah but so, yeah. he said it a long time ago. Like, oh, he didn't say nothing. I thought he nothing. said something on his Fat Joe album. Oh, did he, he say Mariah, something? Oh, he did. He, actually, that song is that song's good. I've yeah, that's a part of the album. The album's good. His album is his album is like grown man music. You know, it's like like grown people music. It's good. Yeah. When you say grown people music, what do you mean by that? Over See? 30. Okay, gotcha. Nimer, right. <laughs> you're in the club, I mean, you in, club. You made it, Nimer. You made it. Because I went in spring training out, girly, he came down to, uh, to Tampa, me and... Uh, Peckers went down to Miami, went fishing. Todd Gurley running and, back uh, for the Rams. Sean yeah, Peckers, some yeah. music mogul who used to run Rock Nation. <laughs> Go ahead. Not um, and and the, the 2 Chains album had just came out. And I'm like, yo, this album is dope. Blah, blah, blah. He was like, yeah, that shit is cool for the old heads. And I was <laughs> like, 2 Chains is old? Yeah, I'm like, damn, cuz 2 Chains is old? He's like, yeah, you got to get on this baby. That, that hits you hard. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it wow. hit me hard, dog. I was like, damn. I know, man. It will, I, I, it, you know, you start to actually realize, like, when you see artist names and you're like, I, I don't, I, mean, I don't know who that something. is. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, but, <laughs> and you're like, wait, and people, are, oh, yeah, no, that they're nice. I'm like, I've never heard of yeah. them. Yeah, but before. I had to get on this new generation. Yeah. Like, the, kid, the, the baby, Roddy Rich. My nephews are like on all it. Yeah. yeah, Lil C is trash music, though. <laughs> really? I, to me, yeah. Yeah, who controls the radio when you're driving with Lil C? He does. Really? Yeah, it's fucking mm. terrible. Oh, man, that's not, that's not <laughs> that's good. That's terrible. What artist has your nephew introduced you to, Bri, that I you... I just said anything with Lil, it's like everything with Lil Baby, <laughs> the Baby, there's other... The ones. Baby can rap, though. The Baby's good. The Baby go hard, though. He can rap. Oh, my gosh, But, but like, they'll, they'll listen, but even my niece, who's 13, she'll be listening to, like, you know, shit, and I'm like, the fuck are you listening? <laughs> you can't be listen to that. I don't care if you're 13. I, I'm not gonna say who, but someone earlier today took a shot on the group chat 
at J. Cole. And I just know <laughs> we, have, we have the biggest J. Cole fan in the world here Bro, in Matt Nimer. No, Nimer, how, I mean, uh, I, I want to just, I'm not going to call out the person who called out J. Cole, <laughs> but I want to give you a chance to, you know, issue a rebuttal because you're the biggest J. Cole fan in well, the world, it's man. It's funny because, you know, a couple of years ago, CC and Matt would talk about J. Cole being trash and... Mm. They oh. went to uh, Made in America. All of a sudden, they came back and they said, <laughs> we texted during the performance. Yeah. You were right. You were right. You were right. The first time they ever said that you were right. Yeah, because Banshee is still trash. <laughs> Different topic. And all of a sudden, J. Cole is trash this morning. Yeah. yeah. Not where, sure Where did that come from, man? Oh, where did that come from? Trying to stir he, it. he mentioned someone in a freestyle. Oh, J. Cole did? Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he did mention someone. Yeah, he's still calling. That's him right. No, no, that was is funny that, this morning. That, that was a joke this morning. Was that was that was that the best? <laughs> was that the best? Was that the best name drop you've had in a song? Oh, for sure. J. By Cole. Far, yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. That far, was great, for man. Sure. I didn't know too, right? Yeah, out of nowhere. No, nah, that was dope. Yeah, does an artist give you a heads up? No, nah, like, what was crazy is though, we was at that Made in America, and I looked at Seagull. I was like, damn, we've been wrong this whole time. It was great, huh? Oh my gosh, fantastic. What's the you guys have all been involved in different music experiences because, you know, Siegel, before you worked at Patrickoff, you worked at Rock. Axelrod, before you worked at Proper, you worked at Rock. Nimer, you've built relationships. I mean, I see you backstage at almost every concert, I feel like. And see, obviously, you're a Rock Nation client. What's like, what's a, what's like the coolest uh, music experience you guys have had or seen or either show or like interaction or something I mean, along those lines? First, my first year... Working with Doucet, I had no idea like what, what I was getting myself into. It was like I had dealt with with them with the forty forty for the year, so they brought me on. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna run this brand. And next thing I know, I went on four straight tours because we were doing all backstage activations. So we did. We started with uh, with Jay Timberlake, then did Jay did Magna Carta, then he did uh, On the Run One, and we did the four four four. So we did. I was we did London too, huh? Yeah, we did. Oh, we had some good. That, that was, was that good. was a good that trip. London trip. The Paris good. too. Paris yeah. was. A, yeah, that we, was all the same trip. That was the same trip. I think. Okay. I wish yeah. the audience could Fuck, see like the menacing <laughs> smiles that just came across your faces. <laughs> so thinking so about I, those I trips. always say when I left that I left that job, <laughs> the biggest thing I'll miss was that all access pass. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like a god walking around any stadium you want, can get anywhere, you can do whatever the hell you want to do. What is that like when you're part of Jay Z's contingent at a at a show like that or on a tour like that? It, ain't, it doesn't suck. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. suck. It's, it's it's got a it's got a few perks that come uh, come along with it. Yeah, but we were grinding. We were like I said, four tours in probably like a year and a half. Jeez. We were just bouncing, you know, from we we're just all over. But it was an unbelievable experience to like see. And then they're just so inviting. See, you'll know, and anyone who's been backstage, they're just so inviting back there. It's like it's just friends and family, everyone mm -hmm. having a good good time, hanging out. Like you're not getting back there unless literally you're probably connected to to the to the boss. So it was, it's all the right people. Yeah, like, there's no about no no random. No one's there. really there's no like no one's really in, like that Instagramming and sharing whatever. It's just people mm. hanging. It's real. It's people hanging out. Uh, so we, I walked in that London Stadium this year, and I was like, "Fuck, I've been here before." And I was like, "Ah, Jay Z, <laughs> yeah. the Jay Z cousin." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, that's that was a great. That was a, I'm sorry to cut y'all. That was yeah. a crazy story. You when we took the. We took the tube to the, to the yeah, concert. Yeah, we took this. Yeah, was Prince with us? Where, Prince, where did yeah, Prince was, was with yeah, us on that trip. Uh, Robbie, too. Oh, tell yeah, the story yeah, yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. Rob, yeah, so, yeah, so we were literally. I was about to head to the to the to the O two, and then all of a sudden, um, we, we get the text. We're like, "Hey, head to the head to the train station. We're gonna Jay wants to take the tube to the to the to the arena." Wow. Cece was there. Robbie was there. Timberland. Yeah. Yeah. Tim. Yeah. So we Tim all there's there. like an epic shot of them, like, like a picture of them, like just waiting for it because. You know, obviously the train, you get there and it doesn't work as like you planned. And you're like, all right, we have to wait for a train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're just sitting on the wall. But I remember. So Jay-Z's taking the tube. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So we all got there and everyone's hanging around. I'm like, I went to my boss. I was like, uh, did you buy, did we get tickets? And she's like, what? I'm like, oh, you need, you need tickets to get on. <laughs> oh, shit. She goes, go buy tickets. So I went down and I saw the, like, the little guy behind the booth. And I'm like, all right, I need 40 tickets. <laughs> the guy looks at me like, what the fuck? You I go, you'll see. In about 15, 20 minutes, you'll see what I, I'm talking about. And I went back up. We handed out the tickets. Jay rolls up and we all went downstairs. Wow, you know man, that's crazy? a great story. Like, cause the, so we get on the tube with Jay, and there's nobody on there. Like, it's just us. Like, we chilling. It's a great ride. We having fun, taking pictures, doing whatever. Yeah. So we like, fuck it. The next night, we're not getting in this traffic. We're going to get on the tube again. Yeah. 
Bruh, one of the worst experiences of my life, cuz like smashed in there. So many fucking people in that fucking train. It was, a, it was unbelievable, cuz like literally one of the worst nights of my life. Like fucking you ever smashed up. Here? No, fuck no. It's the best. Smashed up in the fucking in the tube in London. You know what's funny though, man? In New York, as Sadie Zillow, our coordinating producer, and I were just texting about. It is the best way to get around. Like it is the subway. Yeah, I'm done with, I'm done with it. I don't Why? Do it. I can't do it. Why? It's it's between you want between the beggar, the dancer, the <laughs> that's New York, man. That's, no, 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 leave me alone. I'm done with it. Leave me alone. Yo, the dancers are good. I've though. never been on the train. You never been on the subway. Never been on the subway. You haven't seen Showtime. Oh man, I, it is. It's the quickest it's way. Quickest. That's the thing. It's it's it. Maybe what if we did a podcast from the subway? <laughs> Fuck. Don't do it. do it. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, do don't do it. Do it. <laughs> it's bad. That's bad. That's, bad. Uh, that's the next group chat no, episode, no. man. Oh, Look at the paper gosh. every day. Yeah. Uh, someone gets pushed. Uh, someone gets stabbed. It's, it's bad down there. Well, you know, I'm, I'm going to give you my crazy uh, exp- music experience. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Alicia yeah. Keys, a couple years ago at the Grammys, uh, on her piano, did r- renditions of Jay-Z songs. Um, it was like the Clive Davis party. But like her on the piano doing all of Jay's catalog. Unbelievable. Was, it was fucking insane. Oh. It was crazy. Like the way she like spent it and redid it. It was that was one of the dopest like music experiences I've been Didn't around. Didn't you go to a cool uh, TI concert? Shit. Oh man. That's definitely, that's definitely yours. Well, we I know. I swore I told you not to go to that fucking <laughs> I told him not to go to it. Oh my gosh. Siegel was there the night that um shots were fired at a TI concert. Oh, yeah. Thankfully, Matt made it out. Thankfully, you made it out. Yeah, that's my favorite. And I told him uh, not to go. Oh, I bet it was. Oh my <laughs> gosh, man! And we know Nimers would be backstage at J Cole. It's oh, gotta yeah. be right. Yeah, thanks to Axelrod. Yeah, with with Judge too, right? Yeah, he got us tickets in uh, L.A. and uh, I think it was Judge's first concert ever. Oh, nice, man! And when we went backstage, like. Nah, Judge's first concert was a George Strait concert. He said that shit on the board. <laughs> Second one. Because I killed him for that. George. But when he met when he met J. Cole, like it was like he was it was Christmas for him. Like yeah. and you know, we're the two biggest J. Cole fans you'll know. And yeah. It was one of the coolest things and we appreciate it. And I know then I saw uh well I told you it was like a different version, but I, uh Nets Knicks I did recently. J. Cole was sitting courtside in like a Yankee pinstripe jersey or whatever so i think you guys made an impression i oh, think yeah. it i think it lasted um see i think you got to go to a doctor's appointment i do bro. i gotta get yeah gotta get my knee checked yeah out, bro. get how's it feeling terrible all right nice good you, you know what <laughs> we gotta you put gotta you back together yeah exactly don't worry you're not i don't, you don't think, have to I don't think i'm getting the surgery though i'm, I'm gonna just ride it out ride it out <laughs> yeah, all right very okay. good well uh hey guys i'm glad we finally did this you know, time, yeah. Man. Thanks for having us. I, I you know, I'm, I'm glad Ruko finally fucking <laughs> agreed to this. We actually got off pretty good. We weren't that bad. Today. I was gonna say, good I, thing you had top. I feel very grateful that <laughs> hey, Sia's recording this the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> but to Matt Nimer, Matt Siegel, Thanks Brian Axelrod, thank you guys for coming in, guys. We appreciate, for us. It. appreciate it. And this is the That's for You Bitch group chat episode. And guess what? We're back next Thursday, man. We are. And we have uh, Booney, and we might have, uh, who knows, man? There could be some other surprises, depending on what goes on in the Bronx this week, you know? We'll see. We'll see. We will see. But we know we got Garrett Cole, baby. Wait, hey, <laughs> you did the recruiting that we asked you to, man. Andy Andy brought that home. Yeah, way to go, Andy. Andrew Eugene Pettit coming through again. <laughs> My guy. New R2C2 next Thursday. <laughs>